Hey everyone, King Worldwide, my name is Lisa, welcome. All right, you guys, today is a great day, it's a great topic as usual, because it's the Word of God and is the answers to how we live triumphantly in every area of life, glory to God. So I'm just, just traveling on this road, it's just a straight shot, my hands are on the wheel, so glory to God. Um, have you ever thought about the enemy and how the entities how they, what's their strategy? We know that the reason why I'm saying that is because if we understood the enemy and how they are, how they operate, it's very, very sneaky, then we can stand against it and then we can go forward on the offense. So I understand that sports teams don't win if you don't, if you can't score, right? You have to have good defense and good offense. The thing is, if the defense is so good that you can't even get the ball, you can't even get on offense, then it's gonna we're going to be trapped for a very long time. So we need to know what's going on. And this ministry started with um, the Lord teaching me through his word, through the Holy Spirit, about the contamination. Um, that it wasn't that I was viewing like dark things it was that I had not realized the thinking like the world which is the world's way of success which is do it yourself which is figure it out those type of words they're opposite of God's way of doing things and that is the reason why the body of Christ is not showing how triumphant they are yet and we're working on it every day so this message is to give more insights into what's going on and why things happen the way they do so that we can play defense and play offense and win the game so to speak so the enemy because the enemy doesn't have any understanding of time or God's timing nor does the enemy know what we're thinking. The enemy has done a very fine job with, with understanding people and learning how to push our buttons. And I'm not trying to give them credit, but if we don't acknowledge how the enemy plays, then we're being foolish. The enemy is always looking how to push our buttons. The thing is, it's very subtle and it's a very slow cooking type of thing, just like a frog you put in a boiling pot of water. You don't put it in totally boiling. You just put a frog in cold water in an oven, like on a stove, and they'll, they'll fry up. They won't, they won't jump out if you heat it up slowly. It's very deceptive. It's just like how the enemy works. Okay, so what I'm trying to get at is I'm trying to give you tips or share tips with how uh, what the enemy looks at and how to even fake that fake them out and there are a lot of them I am not saying that they have power and authority because Jesus bought that back what I am saying is no matter how much we love God if we don't operate the way Jesus did and understand it really is in our mind in our heart and in the thoughts we listen to and the thoughts we take or the thoughts we cast out it, that's all so important but the biggest area that I think is easy to do is 
facial expressions, attitude. I mean, we talk about watching our words, watching our thoughts. To me, I did learn this from my mom. Always have a smile on your face. She taught us this when we were little. She even asked my dad in church one time, are you happy? I didn't hear it, but this is the story they told us. And um, he says, yes, why? She said, notify your face. All right, so if our spouses can tell that we're not in the best of mood by our facial expressions or our attitude, uh, of course the enemy can do the same. So what the enemy will do is they'll try to orchestrate people or situations or circumstances to nudge it to go the wrong way, to get us off course, to, to distract us, because if they can distract us, get us frustrated, it gets us into the natural circumstance realm where that takes up all of our time. We think that we have to fix things, we think we have to make things happen, when in fact, it's like we're, we're chasing our tail. It's like, it, it, that's how the enemy works. So when we can learn, have the courage to enter into God's rest, the, everything changes, the game changes. And it's very exciting to live and walk out life this way. I'm not saying I've arrived, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I am saying God taught me how to do this and I practice every day, all the time. And there's so many areas of life that we can practice on. One might um, get an understanding or a handle on finances, but then health and healing are still sick in their body or vice versa. It, it's not a competition. What it is, is learning. It's learning what you're thinking about. And if what we're thinking about is out of control, there are several reasons. Now, I'm very going to be very particular about this reason. If there was a unresolved big T trauma, usually from childhood, you might be conscious of it or not conscious of it. It is some, it somehow, and this is what happened to me, it somehow attaches to the demonic and the demonic bombards. And it, it's like the mind couldn't get free. I couldn't, it was so dark and it was so hard. And I loved Jesus. And I did pray in tongues and I did read my Bible. And so the things that were needed in that case were casting out devils, but also a, a true renewal of the mind, an overhaul of how, um, how my thought process is. And the only way to overhaul a thought process is truly with the word of God. And it, it's, I'm not going to kid you. It's going to take hours a day. If you're in bondage in any way and or your facial expressions or you're always being moved by circumstances and situations and it seems like one thing after another, it is a war. It's spiritual warfare. You don't have to just keep getting up and being punched down. That is how the world teaches us. Don't quit. Don't quit. And I believe in not quitting. But where we should first go and put all the pressure is in the word. You know, when people come to me with situations and um, we talk about it and go over it and mentor it with the Holy Spirit, one of the first things the Lord always asks is to ask them about their word time. Ask them about praying in the Spirit. It's always, virtually always, what's inefficient. So I just want to encourage you. There is a way to overcome and win in the spirit realm. 
we, I had to get willing to do whatever it took. There was a lot of years where I was like, oh, I, I can't, I can't do that. Or I can't be in the word that many hours a day or that. Well, I had the bottom line. The truth of the matter was I wasn't suffering or in bondage enough. I had to get fed up with it, which finally happened in 42 when I was 42. I got so fed up that I want, I was going to do willing to do anything and everything that God said for however long he told me. And that's where most folks don't get to, or they just want a quick way or easy way. I was fed up and I can save you a lot of time. Setting aside 21 days of giving a tithe of your time to the Lord, there is nothing wrong with that. It's actually the most beneficial thing. You can start for seven days and then see what happens. See how your life changes as praying in the spirit. So I wanted to say those things, but also let's go over the things about the enemy and how knowing what they are doing. They're always trying to push our buttons, make things go wrong, um, frustrate us. And I plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon every appliance, upon my home, upon my car. Every morning I take my seat of authority, just like Ephesians 2, 6 says, reminding the spirit realm who we are in Christ and who's in charge. There is, I think it's exoso, E-X-O-S-A, exosa is the Greek word for um, what's used in power and authority where Jesus gives the power and authority to the disciples and now he's given it to us as well. That is authority and it means nothing can penetrate. However, if the enemy is succeeding and getting our attitude and we're giving in to a sour attitude or allowing ourselves to be fully irritated and not repenting and not getting over it, then the enemy is still going to be knowing that we haven't entered into God's rest and we're still trying to make things happen and it's not going to happen. And they're going to continue to defeat us until we take a stand. And it's not about willpower and just saying, I'm not going to think like that or I'm not going to have that thought because you get to the spirit realm so much that if you don't get if, if you don't get into the spirit realm the enemy cannot be beaten in the natural realm one has to get in the holy spirit realm and allow the holy spirit to move you around and tell you what to do and tell you what to say and tell you where to go that's the only way we are triumphant over the enemy yes the lord is merciful and gracious with us and allows us to have victories you know, when we're baby Christians and things like that, without much study and without, you know, because we're so excited. But the thing is, when you get right down to it, everything worth it in life requires some type of out of balance or, or setting aside time to study or become an expert in what you're trying to do. So what my proposal is, is to be an expert at becoming and developing a friendship with your father God. In Jesus and the Holy Spirit because best friends know what best friends are thinking and doing and they're on the same page so when we're on the same page with our best friend our father and our friendship is strong and we're close then we know what to do and we'll listen when he says turn here or go here or pay that or give this or do something we're not gonna question why why we'll just do it right okay so friends Realize that your facial expressions, the words you say, the way you respond, your first words or first response does determine what spiritual entities are coming to your rescue. 
And you might also say, well, I've tried that and it didn't work. That just means you're not sold out to, you're not, you haven't been sold out yet to God's kingdom and God's way of doing things. Okay, but it is possible. You can do it and you don't have to take my word for it. You can also um, plug into kevinsaidi.org, kevinsaidi.com. They live that same way and they're getting ready to have, um, they have several jets and it's all about building up the body of Christ. When I say several jets, money is no object because when we're doing what God asked us to do, like Jesus, there were no money challenges. It might've looked like they needed food to feed the 5,000, but the thing is, Jesus knew he is connected with the unlimited resources of the kingdom of heaven. And so are we, when we have Jesus in our heart, we just have to learn how the enemy's territory works. And we gotta get out of the enemy's territory and win in the spirit realm. Let me look at my notes because I think there was a few more things I wanted to say about. Okay, father, friendship, predictable. Oh yeah, this is the last thing. Talked about attitude and facial expressions. All right, there's a lot of type A personalities that listen to this broadcast and um, this is gonna ruffle your feathers probably because type A are usually very diligent, determined, routine, and they don't deviate too much off what they're going to do. Well, I need to give you a tip, friends. I'm the same way, but the Lord showed me on my job, the last two years of my job, how to do life God's way. And you can still be a go-getter, but you use that you just you use that go-getter determination to be in the word and give a tithe of your time in the word and pray in the spirit. And then you allow the Holy Spirit to tell you how to do your job, to tell you how to do things, rather than using all this time and energy trying to make business work or, or make investments work or search here and search there. It's all about relationship with the Father. So the last part is about being predictable. The enemy wants us to be predictable because then they can ambush us on our predictable routines which is why we are always pliable to the Holy Spirit moving things around. So whenever you hear a, like a voice, you gotta finish this, you gotta finish this, you gotta finish this, and it's pressure, that's not of God. And the Lord taught me, I used to be of the mindset that I am not going to put anything down unless it's finished. I don't do that anymore because I'm blocking God's hand. There are many things he says, don't get up until you're finished. But at the same time, there are a lot of things the Lord said, go do this and then come back to this because it is, it's tricking the liar and the enemy and the way they try to distract. So just be open to changing up your routine or not being so anal retentive about everything being perfect and everything being a certain way. When we learn to flow in the spirit, everything works out better than when we did it ourselves. It's so much more freeing, it's more of an adventure and there's, it's, it's exponentially multiplied. God's kingdom triumph is exponentially multiplied returns. We're not seeking the returns. We're not seeking the manifestations. We're seeking God. We're seeking friendship with God and laying down our desires, our wishes. Our, that doesn't mean I don't have desires. It doesn't mean I don't have dreams, but I do not focus on my dreams. I focus on God and he's always having me focus on others. Crucifying self, yielding to the Holy Spirit and saying no to thought processes where I used to do things a certain way. Change it up. Allow the Holy Spirit to change it up because you're trying, you're, 
He knows the whole, everything. He's the air traffic controller. He knows everything. He sees everything. He knows what entities are around and what they're, or they're packed out in here. But they're not going to be around us if we're living in the spirit, praying in the spirit, and keeping our hearts unto the Lord because it is a joyful way to live. And I want you all to live the way, same way. Okay, we're here for each other. Love y'all.